0: The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Here is an email I got from Suzanne. Hello, Dr. Kenner. Lately, I've been struggling with anger. I am so hot and cold sometimes. I'll be happy all day and then I come home. My family treats me very well, yet sometimes I literally hate them. I am so cold and short and mean. I wish I knew what was wrong. I can't seem to help being so angry all the time. What do you think? Thank you, Suzanne. I wish I had a whole lot more information from you, Suzanne. But given what I've got, I can give you some possibilities. And the first is, uh, you want to know that anger... The emotion of anger is not like sadness. sadness means you're dealing with loss. guilt means you're, you're feeling like you let yourself down, but anger means that you're detecting something that's unfair now, whether that's true or not, that's a separate issue. Sometimes we think things are real unfair when they're accurate they're actually very fair. also your anger if I could you said you you get hot and cold. I would say that you have a highly intense emotion, which means that you're dealing with something very important to you. When I feel when someone says, "I don't know what the problem is," like someone just didn't steal your car and you'd be angry at that, it, it feels more elusive. I look for psychological issues. Maybe your family has a different image of you than you have of yourself. Maybe you don't experience your independence around them. Maybe you force yourself to go back to the old family rules, and you hate being in that environment of putting on a nice smiley face and pretending everything's OK because anger is not allowed in your family. Or maybe there's too much anger in your family, and although I doubt it because you're saying your family members are nice to you. So you've got a few clues. Let's start with those. You say, I'll be happy all day and then when I come home I get angry at my family. So why are you happy all day away from home? Uh, What do you say to yourself when you're away? What do you say to yourself when you're about to walk in the door at home? Those are questions you want to answer. Imagine that you and I were sitting down looking at a video of you coming home each evening for a week. We taped it. We would look at Who do you snap at most? Is it your mom, your dad, a sibling, or if you're married, a husband? What do they specifically do that triggers that anger? What is the moment of anger? Are they too meddlesome? Maybe mom will say, well, tell me all about your day, and you feel like you have no private mental space of your own. Or maybe they're too weighty. Mom may say, oh, let me tell you what happened to me today, and you feel like your mom's therapist, and you don't want to play that role anymore. Or it may be that you just hate to see the way your parents interact. They're real phony and real distant. Or as I said earlier, they may treat you in a way that you don't see yourself. They may see you as meek or as a slob. Or they may be phony and you just don't feel they're leveling with you. So. Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds. That's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. Ugh. I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. (laughs) Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance. A serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. Or as I said earlier, they may treat you in a way that you don't see yourself. They may see you as meek, or as a slob, or they may be phony, and you just don't feel they're leveling with you. So, you want to do the detective work for yourself. I'll recommend a book, which is Dr. Weisinger's Anger Workout book. He teaches you how to self-monitor, monitor your emotions, translate them into words. He helps you Figure out how to detect whether your anger is valid or not. Sometimes people are really angry at themselves and they project outward at their family. That could be the case with you too. It could be that you've let yourself down and when you come home and you see your siblings doing so well in school or so well in their lives and your family doing so well and you're kind of the black sheep of the family, you get real angry at them, but it's more your own self-hatred that you're projecting out at them. And you don't feel it when you're away from home. It's only when you come back into home. One last point. It could be that your family members are really nice, but it's a suffocating nice. In a play by Ayn Rand, Think Twice, it's in the collection of short stories, the early Ayn Rand, one of the characters says about some alleged nice guy, in quotes, he, the nice, the alleged nice guy, he wants a cripple. He wanted a cripple because a cripple has to depend on him. If you spend your time helping people, you've got to have people to help. If everyone were independent, what would happen to the people who've got to help everybody? Now that's interesting. What would happen to all of those do-gooders if... That if people were more resilient and had more independence and were able to think for themselves, think about what would happen to all the politicians if, we had, if everyone were learning to depend on themselves and become more self-responsible. Then we don't need all the welfare programs and all the do-gooder programs and all the feed-the-people feed the programs. They learn how to feed themselves. Well, what happens to all those people? Some people want a cripple. Sad as it is to un- grasp that point, some people want an emotional cripple, not a psych, not a, necessarily a physical one, but an emotional one, because then they feel their power, their control, and you need them. You need them in the worst sort of way—a dependency. So I hope it's not that. Again, uh, Dr. Weisinger's anger workout book is a good book to look to. He'll tell you again how to how to figure out whether your anger is valid or not, and how to change it, how to put yourself on pause, think of alternative ways of thinking about the situation, visualizing consequences, and evaluating your results. And uh, this is an email. Let's see. Here's a real quick one on anger also. This is from a father of quadruplets. For any of you who've had kids, I've had two of them. Can you imagine having four kids? He says... At once. (laughs) Quadruplets, that's what that means. So I just hope he has a very loving extended family and some help. Uh, he says, I am always angry. I yell at my kids too much, and they are starting to fear me. Good for you for writing. I, in traffic, I fly off the handle and act out. Okay, the road rage. This isn't me. I'm usually a nice guy, but the anger issue appears to be getting out of hand. I would seek therapy ASAP. ASAP. The worst thing you want is for your kids to fear you or to be on the front page because of a road rage incident. You want a much better view of yourself. So anger, again, as I just talked about, is the feeling of injustice. If you feel like you are on mental overload with the kids and not just mental but day to day living, functional overload, and you don't have any private time for yourself, if that's what you feel is unfair, or if you have some guilt, you have got to work this out with a therapist. Um, think of when you were last nice. Was it a genuine nice? And try to figure out what were the elements of being nice assuming it's a genuine nice, that you're missing right now. Ask yourself a lot of questions. Who, what, when, where, why, and how. And answer them uncensored to yourself, at least, or in therapy. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. Pay me a compliment, Melvin. I need one. Quick. You have no idea how much what you just said hurt my feelings. A compliment is something nice about somebody else. This is a request from June. Now or never. Okay. And mean it. Can we order first? And that's Jack Nicholson from As Good As It Gets. And notice you can't force a mind. You can't say, I want an apology or I want a compliment right now. I mean, what's he going to say to her? What Can he say, you know, you look lovely now it's too trite. She's going to say, it's not good enough. You know, It's too nonspecific. And so he'll say, well, you're an easy person to get along with. That's not good enough. And it's certainly not going to feel true at that moment. Or I love the tone of your voice. Well, that would be sarcasm. Or you look cute when you're angry. Now, I don't know if she would crack up at that one, but I doubt it. So you can't force a person to give you a compliment. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by Dr. Ellen Kenner. The ability to compromise is essential when you become parents. The significant responsibility of caring for children throughout their growing years requires that partners have excellent communication skills, including methods of fairly dividing up child-rearing responsibilities. Otherwise, misunderstandings grow, small slights ignite large fires, and the soulmate relationship perishes. Wall Street Journal writer Sue Schellenbarger reported on this phenomena in a 2000 four article titled and baby makes stress why kids are a growing obstacle to marital bliss three reasons cited included debt overspending on the baby confusion over roles who should be the stay-at-home parent and who is the breadwinner and the inability of partners to talk without fighting you can download chapter one for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com